Now, I believe we do this commonly read text a disservice if we quickly jump to only reading it as a Christmas text, a Christian oracle, without paying attention to its context. There, we find echoes of a world into which Jesus was born as well as our own, echoes that give meaning to this name, these names of Messiah, our Messiah, our wonderful counselor who comes and inspires hope for us. Welcome to Tea with the Preacher, the message series from Fairfield Presbyterian Church in Mechanicsville, Virginia. Today is Sunday, December 3rd, 2023, the first Sunday of Advent, the season of waiting. Pastor Mike begins our Advent series, Names of the Messiah, with a reading from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. We start with the first name, Wonderful Counselor. So here we are, right? We're inaugurating this season of Advent together, but our minds are always a few steps ahead of us, right? The sights and the smells and tastes of Christmas. It's hard not to, right? I mean, how many times have you heard all I want for Christmas is you already, right? I mean, probably early November, we, we started hearing, hearing that song play. Perhaps when we close our eyes, all we see are those festive name tags with our names on them, right? Under the tree, just beckoning, calling our name, waiting for us. Now I know there's one in every crowd. Who among us is the designated passer-outer of the presents on Christmas morning? Any, we got a few of you out there? Maybe, you don't, they don't want to admit it. Some are ready, they're like, it's me, right? Now younger ones, usually it's, it's they want to be able to get, get it going, right? Let's open these presents, let's do it. If it's, you know, a little later in life, I think this was me sometimes, we're just ready for dessert, right? Let's just get this over with. Come on, here's your name. Let's go. Let's get it going. Those names on those presents calling us. This season, we've also likely seen those kind of names on tags associated with things like Operation Christmas Child, Angel Tree, other organizations where we provide joy to children. We don't always know their names, but or we don't know these children beyond just the names that are given to us, leaving us to wonder what meaning lies behind them. So the season of Advent, that these, this idea of names is going to be on our mind as, as we sort through the sights and sounds and tastes of this Advent and Christmas season. We're focusing on one person associated with many names, and Jesus Christ, the one whose birth we celebrate And before this celebration of birth, we are preparing, praying, meditating on the state of our world and hearts, the state of a broken humanity desperate for hope and direction. So through this Advent season, as we prepare through worship and prayer and conversational study on Sunday evenings and other times, we will dwell on these names in the book of Isaiah, a section I'm going to read for you in just a moment, attributed to the promised deliverer, the Messiah. Names we associate with Jesus Christ, the one born into our broken world. This morning, while we will focus on wonderful counselor, we will again hear the whole text with all four names. So let us hear together what the Spirit is saying to us this Advent season through Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. 
You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of tramping warriors and the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, I believe we do this commonly read text a disservice if we quickly jump to only reading it as a Christmas text, a Christian oracle, without paying attention to its context. There, we find echoes of a world into which Jesus was born as well as our own, echoes that give meaning to these names of Messiah, our Messiah, our wonderful counselor who comes and inspires hope for us. In this reading, this prophet Isaiah, the mouthpiece of God, received this oracle from the Lord and was proclaiming it to an anxious king Ahaz of Judah. The world was in turmoil. The kingdom of Assyria to the north was threatening invasion. Unhappy coalitions in Israel were planning to overthrow Ahaz's rule. Between a rock and a hard place and an anxious people, God proclaimed a sign for them, for these war-torn people. Who would save them from their predicament? Well, a baby. Probably not what they were hoping to hear. A future ruler, a king who would bring a new order to things. This child's name, why stop at one, right? Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, a Messiah with multiple names was their hope for their future. Now, if you read this chronologically, this oracle did not offer much to Ahaz's immediate predicament. Assyria would invade and the people into exile. Yet God is always acting within the fullness of time with eyes beyond what could be seen in the immediate. Jesus was, of course, born centuries after the writing of Isaiah. While much changed, much remained the same. The Israelites were now under the impressive rule of Rome, captive to their situation there. Advent people, while our eyes may be set towards presence under the Christmas tree, this context too is where we are. We are certainly blessed to be in communities, to have warmth in our homes, relative peace in our streets, hopeful futures of our children, yet Certainly, we all know this is not the most wonderful time of the year for many. Many are grieving, lost loved ones, facing mounting personal struggles. Many, of course, surrounded and steeped in violence and oppression and death. Our weary world, too, yearns for a Messiah, a Savior, a Counselor, to show us how to live, to teach us where we can go, to help us discern right from wrong. 
We must stay attentive. To the readers of Isaiah, a Messiah, a Savior, King, who was, among other things, a wonderful counselor, would have been received with much hopeful anticipation. A counselor was often one who gave advice and guidance to the king, to the ruler. They were full of wisdom and insight, sources of ethical decision-making, And so then the one promised to come would know right from wrong, would rule this new world justly and fairly. Yet, of course, this promised Messiah was not the type of counselor many expected. This was evident in the very nature of his divine entrance, not on a chariot with weapons drawn, but rather through birth to a poor, unwed young woman in a humble manger. We know the story. In an image perhaps best described by Will Ferrell's character in Talladega Nights, dear tiny Jesus in your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little balled up fists. Not long after, this tiny Jesus would soon be found in the temple, right? Teaching, counseling religious leaders. His counsel certainly grew fast. Yet again, this counsel, this type of leading and ethical discernment that Jesus proclaimed throughout his life was not what many had hoped. Jesus did not sanction retributive violence and punishment. He did not take the side of any nation other than the kingdom of God. Jesus' core values were love of God and love of neighbor. That is what Jesus counseled and preached and led to the people. As Walter Brueggemann states in our Advent devotional, this way of living by this wonderful counselor was not imposed by some royal fiat, but rather by the gracious daily intentional engagement of his subjects, of us, who are so astonished by wonder that we no longer subscribe to the old order of power and truth that turns out in the long run to be only debilitating fraudulence. Brueggemann states. Rather, following the wonderful counsel of our Messiah leads us to new, rich life that transforms us and the world around. This counsel is what makes Jesus wonderful. As Jesus comes into this world to heal the brokenhearted, to set prisoners free, to compel us to follow While this season of Advent, we celebrate Jesus's identity and birth, wonderful counselor reminds us that we must not forget Jesus's words and wisdom that he invites us to follow as well. A little over a decade ago, faith leaders you may be familiar with, Tony Campolo and Shane Claiborne, started a group known as Red Letter Christians. As you might assume, the name is drawn from a particular practice in certain Bibles. I'm sure many of you have these Bibles in your homes that highlight Jesus' words in red, the only colored text in the Bible. Campolo and Claiborne believed deeply in bringing people of faith back to these words of Jesus, making it highlighted in the entirety of Bible, not to dismiss other parts of the Bible, but to remind us that these red words are the lens through which we can understand Scripture, the person of Jesus, the Son of God, the Counselor who taught us and shows us how to live 
who subverts expectations and continues the challenge where we are placing our allegiance. Perhaps we ought to pick up those red letter Bibles once more. Jesus entered our world as a human, lived as one of us, reigns in power for us, which is what we celebrate every time we gather around this communion table. As we eat bread and drink cup, we're remembering not just who Jesus is to us now, but invited to live the same way, to be in this world, to follow Christ's counsel. And so as we enter this season of Advent preparation, meditating on the names of our Messiah with varied meaning and purpose, may we do so together with hopeful eyes toward what Christ can do in our weary lives, in our broken world. Let us pray. Holy God, wonderful counselor, in Christ, you have shown us how to live, subverting expectations and making known your kingdom. As we prepare our hearts this Advent season, keep us mindful of the kind of love you have shown us through the birth of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tea with the Preacher. To find more information about Fairfield, visit our website at fairfieldpcusa.org. We'll continue our Advent series next Sunday with the second name of the Messiah, Mighty God. If you like what you've heard today, we invite you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your favorite listening app. 